This is Seven Sports Live. Good morning. Welcome along to Betty's for Breakfast Live on this Saturday, 16th of September. Uh, before the show, I was, um, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why, but I was listening to Christmas music. It's getting to that time. You know, I was thinking about it in three months' time. It'll be the final show before our Christmas winter break. You know, I deserve that. I think I deserve that. I think we deserve that. You deserve that um, from listening to me, really. But yeah, it's an exciting Saturday. It's FA Cup Day for Gloucester City. Uh, That's our featured game this Saturday. They play AFC Totten. And the feeling is that if Gloucester City were to lose today, it would be a catastrophe. Simple as that. I think realistically, anything other than a win today is a catastrophe for Gloucester City. Don't want to start the show on a downer, but that is the the brutal honesty of it. You know, I sat here a week ago, well, nearly a week ago now, did the, the TN Talk podcast that you can listen back to on Spotify, Amazon Music, and also on the website. Um, <clears throat> myself, Kelsey, and, and Chris Warrior, we... We discussed it and, and you know, it is a, a bad, bad time for Gloucester City at the moment. The uh, main non-league side in the county, of course, but there is plenty of action happening elsewhere. If you can't get down to the Target Surf Stadium, plenty going on as always. And as always on the show today, uh, you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast at 7sports on Twitter, uh, facebook.com forward slash 7 Sport and info at sevensport.co.uk on the email. Um, also, remember, the show is sponsored by SoFab Sports, who sponsor all of our broadcasts this season. Uh, if you fancy getting yourself 20% off on their online checkout, you can go and do so. All you've got to do is sofabsports.co.uk. Go uh, and browse their selection, including the NFL tees and NFL uh, shirts, which, you know, NFL started in the last couple of weeks. When you're at the online checkout, whack 7 20 in there and you get yourself 20% off. It's just, you know, people who have done it that I know, including Matt Yates, a former 7 Sport man, praise the quality of SoFab Sports. The service is great and you get 20% off. You know, what more? What more do you need? What more do you need on a Saturday morning? Uh, I'll tell you what you need. You need a, a rundown of the guests we got on today. Uh, we start with Ash Caldwell from uh, Brimscombe and Frapp. That's going to be a popular one. Uh, <laughs> I did originally ask Carly Price. He made his comeback from injury in midweek. He is working and I said, all right then, I'll leave it to you. I'll leave it to the to the, to the gods of Brimscombe and Frapp. Put the question out there in the group chat and we'll see who comes forward. And he said he hopes Ash Caldwell replies. First reply within about a minute, Ash Caldwell. So he's on the show. We'll talk to him about uh, life this season at the Meadow and also a bit for, about him. He, he, he was a bit injured uh, in pre-season, the start of season. So we'll get a catch up with him. Always a pleasure. Uh, half past or so, we've got Alex Sykes on the programme. Uh, build him as a Gloucester City legend. Been uh, commented on Facebook saying he's actually a Forest Green legend as well. But what he is also, uh, for the county, is a bit of an FA Cup legend. So we'll talk to him about the FA Cup. And then we conclude with AEK Bocco Ladies goalkeeper Leah Whiffin. Seven Sports sponsored Leah Whiffin, of course. She joins us on the programme because our featured game tomorrow, again from the Tiger Turf Stadium, is Gloucester City Women versus AEK Bocco Ladies. So it's exciting. It's an exciting weekend. Uh, back to Gloucester City both Saturday and Sunday. May get a bit of criticism for that because I've seen Gloucester... Uh, both men and women's quite a lot this month, but they've had some good games. They've had some good games. You know, Gloss City men's side, for example, I didn't actually see them uh, bar one friendly. So, you know, I went a while without seeing them and Gloss City women, um, you know, 
they have, they have good fixtures as well, including that FA Cup game last week uh, against Siren Town that we were there for as well. But, as I said, there's plenty going on in and around the county today. Uh, the fixtures are on the website, sevensport.co.uk. We'll run through them now. In League One, Exeter City versus Cheltenham Town. Uh, I saw a tweet from John Palmer saying it was only a couple of hundred uh, tickets that have been sold by Cheltenham. Don't fancy the trip to Exeter, of course. It'd be a tough one. Be a tough one. Some of the Cheltenham fans think that Wade Elliott could be his last game in charge. You never like to see uh, managers in trouble, but it seems to be a, a common theme at the moment. Uh, Forest Green Rovers versus Doncaster Rovers, the Battle of the Rovers in League Two. As we said in the FA Cup second qualifying round, it's Gloucester City versus AFC Totten. A real good old fashioned banana skin for Gloucester City. In the Southern League, it's. I've, I've not actually said this name out loud. Bimerton Heath Harlequins versus Bishop's Cleave. Don't even know where that is, but Bishop's Cleave are away and it uh, looks like it's going to be a tough one. Uh, Simon Chester Town versus Kempston Rovers. That's the Southern League Division 1 Central. Uh, only one game in the Hellenic Prem today and it is Brimscombe and Frupp. They're away at Mangotsfield United. So, of course, we'll get Ash Caldwell's thoughts on that. Uh, in Hellenic Div 1, Clanfield versus Hartbury University. Uh, Newman Town versus Kidlington Reserves. Shortwood United versus Long Crendon. Stonehouse Town versus Abingdon United. Saw Stonehouse in midweek in the Floodlit Cup against Tuffley Rovers. Yeah, not great, but they can only get better than that. So hopefully they can start with the visit of Abingdon today, which will be a tough one. Our games in Hellenic League Division 2 West. Cinderford Town Reserves versus Newman Development. Uh, Shipston Excelsior versus Gloucester City Development. Tuffley Rovers Development versus Fairford Town Reserves. Uh, that would be a game I'd be interested in going to. If I wasn't going to Gloucester City, that would have been on the list as a potential game. Uh, University of Bristol versus Borton Rovers Reserves. In the County League, Ormondsbury versus Hardwick. Avonmouth versus Wick. Broadwell versus Quedgley. Bromley Heath United versus Little Stoke. Cheltenham Civil Service versus Sharp Ness. Frampton versus Gala, set to be a good one there. Rockley Rangers versus Rudine Hill Rangers. Um, and it is Stoke Gifford United versus Hannam Athletic. In Gloucester Northern Senior League Division 1, Bybury versus Stonehouse Town Reserves. Uh, Breeden versus Smith's Barometrics. The Reg Davis Cup finalists, Brockworth Albion versus Williston. Charfield versus Barclay. Long Levens Reserves versus Dursley Town. Lydney Reserves versus English Bickner and an absolute mouth-watering tie. I put it in the 7-7s seven and I did describe it as probably the hardest game to predict this weekend and I stand by that. It is the battle of the promoted sides from Northern Senior Div 2 last year. It's Tewsbury Town versus Treadworth Tigers. Treadworth, of course, will have one eye on that Reg Davis Cup final against Brockworth in October. Uh, in Northern Senior Division 2, Charlton Rovers versus Mushet and Colway United. Cheltenham Civil Service Reserves versus Wadden. Uh, Falcons versus King Stanley. Garda Wilton Reserves, who are now looking for a new manager. They put that on Twitter. They play Frampton United Reserves. Harrow Hill versus Rodborough Old Boys. Leonard Stanley versus Chesterton. Staunton, of course, versus Lidbrook Athletic. And Viney St. Swivens versus Barnwood United. Also, games in Stroud and District League, Cheltenham League, and the North Gloss League. So go and check that out. Shout out to Noonan United, who played Harrow Hill Reserves in the Premier Division of the North Gloss League up at the Noonan. And then on the Sunday fixtures, of course, for uh, Seven Sport this year, we include all of the, the ladies' fixtures 
on the website, Seven Sport at Cody K. So all these games happening tomorrow, two o'clock kickoff in the National League. Cheltenham Town are at home, at home to Milton Keynes. Uh, in the Southwest Regional Premier Division, it's Sherborne Town Ladies versus Forest Green Rovers. In the Northern Division, it's Bitten versus St. Valia. As we said, our main game is Gloucester City Women versus AEK Bocco. Uh, Mangosfield United versus Bristol Rovers Development. And it is Alveston United versus Polton Rovers. And Western Supermare versus Down End Flyers. In the County League Division 1, Bristol and West versus Sirencester Town. Uh, Cheltenham Saracens versus Whitchurch and Dursley Town versus Longwell Green in Division 2. Abbeymead versus Long Levens, Bristol Ladies Union versus Southmead and Cheltenham Town Leagues Development versus Gloucester City Women Development. That is a huge local derby. The first time uh, Cheltenham Town and Gloucester City would have met in the women's team since the new uh, Gloucester City team formed. Uh, Mangotsfield United Reserves versus Red Falcon. And Stoke Lane Athletic versus Bradley Stoke Division Three, uh, Dowden Flyers Development versus City of Gloucester, Kingswood versus Mitchell Dean, Lydney Town are home to Bitten Ladies Development. That'll be a tough game. And Winchcombe versus Elwood, and of course Cinderford Town at home in the Herefordshire League uh, against Ross Juniors Women. So they all kick off at two o'clock tomorrow. Check out Seven Sport. .co.uk for all of those fixtures too. Uh, and speaking of the women's football, um, they did have the draw for the Gordon Perrett League Cup in the Gloucester County Women's Football League. That again is on the website. Standout fixtures for me. Um, looking, I mean, I've got it up here looking through it now. I think uh, Cheltenham Civil Service versus Bradley Stoke will be a real good, tough game. Um, I own a potential... Um, Featured games for myself that weekend. It'll be the 22nd of October. Uh, so potentials look as follows. City of Gloucester Women versus Tuffley Rovers. Um, also liking the look of Long Levens Ladies versus Lydney Town Ladies. I think that could be a uh, contender for our featured game. Uh, and also potentially Winchcombe versus Gloucester City Women Development. So keep an eye out, 7 Sport UK for all of the action and, and yeah we'll pick a game nearer the time I started looking at October's fixtures this week actually I mean I had to do something instead of actually work so it's, uh, yeah so October's shaping up nicely we've still got a few games left of September um, other than the, the two games this weekend looks like we're going to have a game Tuesday Wednesday then we'll be back here again for another buddies for breakfast next week so yeah a lot happening a lot happening and we're averaging three maybe even four games a week at the moment and the you know the games are good they're good value for what we see we you know we saw six goals on tuesday night uh saw a penalty shootout and and six goals on wednesday and that's come off the back of Gloss City's poor week. So hopefully Gloss City don't let us down again this afternoon. Right, we're going to go for a song. When we come back, we will have uh, Ash Caldwell on the phone. It could go one way or the other. We'll find out. Morning, Ash Caldwell, live on Seven Sport. How are you, mate? Good morning, buddy. How are you, mate? Yeah, all good, all good. Um, good first, and, first and foremost, last time I saw you was the Fairford game. You were coming back to, to full fitness. How are you feeling? How are you? How are you? Uh, are you back playing? And what, what's the crack? 
yeah, in all fairness, I've had a couple of minutes just the late Breuer's chucked me on the pitch. So, uh, a long way from full fitness yet, but slowly but surely getting fitter. Where's he playing you? Where's he playing you? Centre half? I know, I've been playing centre midfield, box to box now. How are you finding it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, we're we're doing all right. We'll get there eventually. Because I'm just, I'm just having a look at the Hellenic Prem table. Um, you know, it's still very, very early days. You know, you've only played seven league games. Um, yeah. You know, for anyone looking at it, you know, Brimscombe have, have won one of the seven. But you look at some of the teams you've played, you've played some really top teams. Um, you know, what have you and the camp made of the start of the season so far? In all fairness, we haven't been doing too bad. Like, mm-hmm. obviously... Apart from Sindeford last week in the first half where we were all poor, we've been in every game. Yeah. Uh, just can't put the finger on it at the moment, but the squad's strong and healthy. We've had a few weddings and a few holidays, what don't help everyone, but once we're all firing and fit, I think we're only one win away from like going on a run, if you know what I mean. Mm. And like you said, one or two wins and uh, the t- table's close at the moment. We'll fly back up there. Well, with a bit at, of luck exactly and you look at the results I mean as we said I was there for the the, the Fairford draw uh, again they had yeah. to come from behind to, to get a point and probably deserved you know potentially all three on the night before that was Corsham which is you know getting a point against Corsham is always a good result and then you followed that up with a draw at Roman Glass where you know you were 2 them down at half time so yeah. there are still positives within those scores yeah yeah the, the camp's positive it, like, like you said we haven't I don't think we've scored first yet in the league game so we're always playing catch up at the moment but it's new faces into mm-hmm. the team every other week so it take before you know it it could be one nil down you know we're making new partnerships on the pitch and everything and uh, we're kind of letting ourselves down at the moment obviously prior one day and all the other management team had putting all their efforts in but ultimately it's up to us what we do on the pitch so mm. and what was uh, what was midweek like obviously you played Morton in the Floodlit Cup surprised me in the sense that it went to penalties I kind of did expect a, a more convincing win in the end but ultimately you've got yourselves over the line into the next round and you know is that a confidence builder that you you know saw it out in the end yeah I'd say we played well in between mm-hmm. both boxes we just couldn't seem to put the ball in that but saying that, I wouldn't say we had many clear-cut chances. I come on and bloody done a uh, Joward slip, then I gave the ball away. So we went to penalties. But, uh, did you take one? Of course I did. Did you score it? So there was a couple of misses yeah. in there. I scored the winning penalty, sure off, Linsman <laughs> to the corner flag. <laughs> I did hear the news <laughs> that Harley Price missed his penalty, though. He, in he, all fairness, he that to me. stitched him up, though. Has he? Yeah, Harley is halfway through his run up and the ref blew the whistle. So you have to go back and retake it, kind of thing. So what you're saying is he got in, he got in Harley's head. It was, no, it was over no. from there. He don't like taking penalties, to be fair, does he? Because so... obviously, yeah, yeah, you look at the uh, the, the Brimscombe team, I'm looking at the, the team that, that you know appeared on, on midweek and you're right with what you're saying, you know, there's loads of new faces in that squad compared to even last season. Um, you know, what have you made of the standard of the Brimstone squad at the moment? Yeah, you, from the outside looking in, you can probably say it's the best squad, best squad we have ever had, as mm. in terms of depth. We've got 18, 20 lads there instead of 12 
going away to Bradford midweek with Sam Pryor on the bench. So it's a bit different to what it has been. Um, what, what, what potential do you see in this Brimstone squad? What do you think you can achieve this season? Uh, is there playoffs this year? Oh, yeah. no, it changes. Yeah, there yeah, is this year. In all fairness, I'm quite an honest person or an honest bunch. If we get playoffs, that would be a great achievement. But we probably we could. If we get on a run, we could get there. But we just got all to come together at the moment. Try and grind out a few wins and then we'll uh, be chasing the pack down. Because in regards to, to obviously today, you know, it is Mangas filled away. Um, that kicks off, off a, a run. That you look at it, there's a couple of winnable games in there. You know, Thornbury away, it's going to be tricky. We know uh, Tiverington at home in the Vars next week. And then you have the, the tough exchange with, with the Raiders um, visiting the, the, you know, the week after. So there's winnable games in a, what is a tough league. How important is it to get on a run as soon as possible? Yeah, you've got to get on a run as soon as possible. I've always been, you know, there'll be five or six teams away in front come Christmas. Like it usually is. So it's important we knock all down and mm. just try and grind the result out today because, you know, any time of the year, Magnetsfield's not easy. On the slope, they're, they're a good battling team. So if we end up for the fight today, we'll find ourselves on the losing team again. Do you reckon you'll, uh, you'll get, get the start today or are you going to come off the bench again? No, we don't know. We don't know. It depends. If we go down the hill first, that's all beyond the fire. I want to play that. <laughs> <laughs> but going up that hill is a bit... Uh, how are you going to prepare for today, mate? What's, what's the morning plans? Well, I've just come back from my morning park run. I do it religiously every Saturday morning with Freddie Ward. So, just done 3K. Now, I was going to have myself a fry up, but I think I'm going Keep the calories down for today, look. <laughs> talk, all right, then, talk me through what is a typical Ash Caldwell fry-up look like? Right. And this is, you have to be honest. You don't, I don't want you to you know, give me nonsense. I want the proper Ash Caldwell fry-up. Let's talk Talk me well, through yeah. it. Everyone knows I'm fatter than what I'm used to be, but I've still got a good look. <laughs> my, my typical fry-up. Four rounds of toast. With lots of butter on, gotta be salted butter. <laughs> two eggs, four rashers of bacon. How would you take your eggs, mate? Well, they gotta be fried, aren't they? I'm a, I'm, I think I am a scrambled eggs man over a fried eggs man. You surprised me at that. I didn't <laughs> think you'd have a scrambled egg on this minute. Yes, what we on? Four rashers of bacon. Yep. Two sausages. Uh, two bits of black pudding. Beans. Ash brains, brain sauce, and that's about it. I ain't into them. I ain't into the mushrooms or tin tomatoes. That don't do me. Anything what's related to salad, I ain't having. Are you a are you a, a brown sauce all over, or do you put a bit on the side to, as a dollop? What do you do? Brown sauce on the side, then I'd push the grub into it. That's and, what I do. And, How do you have yours then? Uh, to be fair, you know, I went to the Trojan last week before. Uh, the Gloss City game, and I had a, a late, which was two sausages, two bacon, scrambled eggs, tomato, tin tomato. Um, went fried bread over toast. Regretted that immediately. Uh, and there was mushrooms on that. That's usually a good good fry up for me. Um, but yeah, you know, when you've got it there, mate, do you eat anything yeah. in particular order, or do you just dive in? I just dive in. 
work starting the middle work out. I love how <laughs> you and me I love how you and me are talking about food. There's the only reason I didn't play at Fairford because the foods are bloody lovely, so Sam put me on the back. <laughs> I, I heard it was because he knew that I was watching, he didn't want you to get nervous. I don't get nervous. I think the last time you watched me play a full game, I got mad in a match at your beloved Long Holland. Yeah, I think you scored as well, didn't you? More than likely. Scored <laughs> 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 you you're, um, so they got doing? your favourite at the Trojan Calf, haven't they? What's that, sorry? They got, they got your favourite at the Trojan Calf, haven't they? What's that? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You can't go wrong, mate. So after you've had your breakfast, what are you doing? Well, now I've just had my breakfast. What am I doing? Yeah, what are you going to do after the breakfast, before the game? Oh, I'll get on the spin bug for 20 minutes, loosen the legs up. And then uh, let's get myself down the pigeon loft and feed the pigeons. <laughs> and then, can then get on the football. Brilliant. Um, and yeah. then, obviously, you know, after the game tonight, are you going out? Are you, are you night in? What's the plan? No, night in, buddy. I'm, I'm grown up nowadays. I don't go out. Wow, that's, that's, yeah. you're a changed man. Changed man, mate. Gone are the days of me going out Friday, pretending I didn't go out, and then coming home Sunday. <laughs> Ash, thank you very much for, for joining us on the, the programme this morning. Enjoy your fry-up, and hopefully three points at Mangotsfield. No problem. You have a good day as well. Cheers. Hey, one, one shout-out, Bertie. Yep. Josh Jones is ugly. Okay? <laughs> Ash Caldwell, join us on the programme uh, apparently Ross Jones is ugly that's that's what he says I haven't said it uh, the fry up yeah, I'm not a black pudding fan myself but you know if Ash Caldwell's tucking in you know he's going to be tucking in uh, we're going to have Alex Sykes on the programme in just a moment The Enemy with Be Somebody a song that's synonymous with the FA Cup and our feature game this afternoon <coughs> sees us head to the Tiger Turf Stadium, Gloucester City versus AFC Totten. Bit of a must-win game for Gloucester City, isn't it? it? You know, it just simply is. We talked about it at the top of the show. Uh, anything other than a win today is pretty catastrophic for Gloucester City. I think the fans will... I don't want to say they'll turn. I don't want to be overly critical or negative, but they were booing last week at full-time, whatever your opinion is on that. Um, and I think if they were to lose today, similar to what they did uh, last year against Merthyr, the mood's going to be pretty downbeat. And, you know, it's just the state of football nowadays and the state of the club that, you know, the fans want what's best for it. And if it's not getting the results on the pitch, then ultimately decisions will be made. One man who we're getting on the programme in just a second has a, a good history with the FA Cup. He's played his part in some uh, giant killings, some decent FA Cup games, was manager of a, an FA Cup run all the way through to the first round proper. It's Alex Sykes, so we're going to get him on the programme and talk to him a bit about the FA Cup. Why not? Try and keep it topical. Let's see what happens. Morning, Ryan. Morning, Alex Sykes. How are you? I'm all right. I've just listened to Ashley Caldwell I'll tell you about his fried breakfast. And I can I tell you just right now, Jamie Bremer and Jack Freeman are going to be chewing on their protein bars sat at home listening to that, I know. <laughs> I was going to say, sure, are you a fry-up man? Um, not so well. I, I, I could do it more now, now I'm not playing. <laughs> um, I wasn't as a player. When I was playing, I certainly wasn't doing that. But I, um, yeah, I don't mind a bacon sandwich on a Saturday morning nowadays. 
Wow, perfect. Um, so first and foremost, before we, we dive into um, you know FA Cup chat and everything like that, you're, you're back involved with uh, Evesham United. How's that going so far this season? Yeah, it's great. Um, not not the greatest start to the season we could have wished for, but certainly work in progress. Been a little bit of change over the summer, not just myself coming in, but obviously a few players uh, coming into. Uh, Mike Manager, he's got a few different uh, faces through the door. Uh, I think it's just taken a little bit of time to gel, to be honest. Um, so we've not done brilliant at home. We've we've sort of been in the ascendancy certainly three or four of those games, but sat here now with a you know with a weekend without FA Cup is disappointing. Mm. Um, being knocked out of the trophy last Saturday on penalties was also disappointing in a game that we you know that we dominated. So yeah, it's very much a learning curve I think for a few of the lads at the moment, but we're getting there. Certainly getting there slowly, and I think if um, if you're gonna have a bit of a rough trot, I'd probably rather it now than Christmas or the end mm. of the season. So yeah. Definitely building blocks, but yeah, it's been great so far. Good club, lots of great people there. And like I said, the management team and the, and the playing group that we've got, really pleased with that. We just need to bring it all together a little bit and probably quite quickly. And how did that move to, to Evesham come about? Because it sort of felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's similar for me, to be honest. Um, obviously, I'd taken the decision at Cinderford. Um, myself and Will, I decided... And spoke to the chairman at length um, and said, you know, I think I'd done all that I possibly could um, with regards to recruitment and players and everything else, and put it in a better position than it was when I certainly when I took it on. Um, but of course, it was um, it was a sad end to the season um, in in what sort of came out of that. Um, and I decided to step away and and literally within probably two weeks, I'm obviously the chairman at Syndicate had a conversation with me, wanted to keep me, wanted me to stay on, um, and I, I just said, look, I don't think it's for me at the moment. Um, and that moved pretty quickly. Within sort of a week or two, uh, Mike had given me a call, said, would you like to catch up and have a meeting? Um, I did. I just listened to what he had to say because I was, at that stage, very open-minded. You know, it's mm-hmm. the end of the season. I wasn't in a rush to do anything. Um, you know, certainly the last two, the 18 months at Cinderford has certainly taken it out of me, I suppose, in some some respects. I needed to sort of refresh. Uh, and actually going and speaking to Mike and then speaking to Mike Byrne as well, like it's just, yeah, it was a very... Um, very open conversation. Um, and Mike just said, I'd like you to come in as my assistant. Obviously, you know the level really well. Yeah, I've managed, what, more than 400 games now at that level. Um, it'll be great for me, especially the locality. You know, Mike comes from Banbury. Uh, Mike Bird comes from, I think, from Wharton Bassett. So, again, it's, um, you know, having a little bit of a input with regards to local players, certainly this end. So, yeah, from that point of view, um, it was it happened quite quickly and I was really impressed with what Mike had to say. Obviously, showed me around the club. I mean, I know the club quite well anyway, but met the chairman and yeah it was a it was a bit of a no-brainer for me really to go and help and assist and uh, and, and do what I can and, and put someone back in again um, albeit as an assistant certainly at the same level and uh, and hopefully I can help guide him in the right, place, right direction. In terms of sort of longer term ambitions obviously I'm not <clears throat> trying to you know get you to commit to anything <laughs> or anything like that but is there still a desire to one day to be a, a manager again? Yeah, definitely. I, th- I don't see that goes away. I think um, it's it's really it's the, it's the football drug that we've all mm-hmm. got. Um, it's, it's being involved at a good level um, and trying to do the best you possibly can. Um, you know, every club I've been at, I've strived for that. Um, certainly, you know, early inklings at Bishop's Cleeve, you know, and I think until last year, that was probably the highest position they'd ever finished. I think it was 11th. I think Collie got to 9th last year. Mm-hmm. So that was quite pleasing. You know, I've moved something on. Short was exactly the same, you know, FA Cup exploits, but also league position. You know, it's the best finish they've ever had. So, you know, I'd sort of the CV side of things, not that I'm in it for that at all. 
but you know I think I've moved things on the disappointing one for me now is, is learning from what happened at Sinterford and, and making sure that never happens again um, but also knowing that you know I did everything possible and I can sleep well at night knowing that I did everything possible to do what we could with the resources we had so uh, I think um, you know from my point of view it's I'm going into a club that's already made you know they did ever so well last year hopefully I can bring some an extra to that um, and you know, and, and I mean, the club itself is probably ready, like a couple is ready for step two. You know, Gloucester City, mm-hmm. obviously, Grandchild for some time. So the infrastructure is probably there to kick on. So it's it's that sort of challenge, I suppose. And I think as a coach or a manager, you always want to try and challenge yourself. And that's certainly what I'm doing by by sort of. Um, it, it looks like taking one step back to take another step forward, but actually to, to go in and, and learn from somebody like Mike, who's you know, he's got oodles of experience and been in the game a long time. He won't mind me saying that. Um, but also the, the experience he's had as both as a manager, but also as a player at a top level for you know 500 league games, is great to learn from. So, yeah, I, I, it's, it's 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 perfect for the time being. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, have I got Harvard um, wants to go and, and be a number one again? Yes, probably one day. But actually, at the moment, it's it fits with everything. So from that from that view, it's uh, it's great. I'm in, involved in football at a good level still with a good club, and, and it ticks the boxes. So yeah. Yeah, um, from that point of view, I'm, I'm always ambitious. Definitely, yeah. you know, I'm always looking. Um, but that, but that, that said, you know, I'm, I'm also very—I don't like the word comfortable, but comfortable at the moment in, in being in the right place. And you mentioned about the the FA Cup exploits. You know, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to, to get you on the show this week. Um, you know, it is FA Cup day for for Gloucester City, and there is a almost added magnitude because of their bad start to the season. As someone who you know has played in the FA Cup in, in terms of a player and also had a, a decent run as a manager in the FA Cup, how crucial is, particularly for for non-league sides, you know, progression in the FA Cup and going on that cup run? I mean, <laughs> easy to say, but I think it's huge. I mean, it's, it's no, you know, there's there's no hiding behind the fact the the financial bits that come with it for lower level clubs, especially, are you know, it's it's very um, conducive to doing really well in it because of the money that's involved. You know, if you play in the Vars or the Trophy at ever, you know, any level locally, you know, the, the the prize money is nothing like it is in the FA Cup. So, you know, you can get to a couple of you know a couple of rounds, and and you possibly you know in some cases paid the budget until Christmas, which is which is magic. Um, if you go even further, you know, if I think about time at Shortwoods, we probably went through a few rounds, got on the television, etc. Probably hundred thousand pounds worth. You know, it's, it's set the club up for a long time with regards to um, ground maintenance. I know floodlights are expensive these days. You know, you're looking at thirty or forty thousand pounds to replace floodlights. It's that sort of thing that that sets clubs up, and and they're not things that can be fundraised very quickly. So, from that point of view, the financial side of things, more so as a manager and a you know a clubman, if you're a chairman or something, that's the sort of things you have half an eye on. <laughs> Obviously, it's football, so you can't guarantee anything. So, you know, I've been enough scrapes in the past and enough upsets in the past on the wrong side of those. Um, I think about playing for Gloucester City, actually playing playing Shortwood at Forest Green, and we were we were sort of thinking this is a you know this is a, a, an easy pass for the next round, and they don't want to beat us. So it's um, it's it's one of those where you can never take it for granted. It's a fabulous competition. It gives lads certainly at this level a really good chance to showcase themselves as well. So from a playing perspective, you know it's brilliant. Um, you know I was fortunate enough, probably not so fortunate with local clubs, but more so with the likes of Money and when I was at Bath. You know we had a couple of great runs in that. You get on the television and suddenly you know you're in the shop window as a player. So so that's the sort of thing that entices you. But also the financial, but also you know the chance to be an FA Cup. You know everybody mm. does it. You go, oh, 
if we beat them, we get them. And then you're looking at the draw on a Monday and you're going, you know, and I still watch that. Yeah, as a kid, I used to listen to the third round draw, I think, in January. And you always used to listen out to who you've got. But, yeah. but actually, when you've got the first round draw now coming on, you know, on BBC or on uh, on the telly on 7 o'clock on a Monday, actually, oh, yeah, we, we would have had them. We would have had that, or if you're still in it, we might get them. So I think if you can get anywhere near those later rounds, it is really good. And like I say, all the finances, but also as a player, just giving yourself the chance to to, to create an upset sometimes um, is great. And and it might just at this start at this stage of a season for certainly local non-league clubs, it's a chance to kickstart things. So yeah, I mean, you talk about Gloucester, but if they go and beat Tottenham today, who by the way are, are a very very professional, well-run, well-organised, well-financed outfit. Um, I think um, you know that might just kick on Tim and the boys to to the next league game, next league game or two. Suddenly there's a gap for the cup game in two weeks, and it it just creates that momentum, which you know at this stage of the season is vital. And, and you know, like you, you said there, you know anyone who's uh, followed the Southern League over the last few seasons will know the pedigree that Tottenham are coming to Gloucester City with today. Um, you know, yeah. from a, a playing perspective, you know when you're in the FA Cup, when you're playing a side in the league below, do you have to, not underestimate, but do you have to just, you know, it's a real cliche to say, but is it just a case of taking it like it is a league game, treating it exactly the same? 100%, because the minute you don't do that, you'll, you'll come unstuck. And, you know, if any team, especially lower levels, playing a higher level, any team gets, gets something to sort of sniff, whether it's a one-goal lead or something similar, as soon as you've got something to hang on to, you know, it's, it becomes trickier for teams to break people down and without going into the tactics or anything. But, you know, you, you wouldn't mind betting Tottenham. If they got, got a goal ahead, they come in and they sit in and make it really tricky for Gloucester. So it's, it's the nature of the game, yeah. The minute you've got something to hang on to, like I say, I think you've got to make sure... Um, as, as a, if you like the higher level team, you've got to go and you've got to go and treat it like another game, and you've got to go, you know, all out initially to try and get ahead, because because actually you might be able to um, put a stranglehold on the game where your position, you know, don't get it, don't get into the game, and that's the key bit. Um, you know, I've been in positions before where you just, if you're the away team and the underdog, you sort of say, right, keep the crowd quiet, see if we can get in the game, see if we can stay in it almost till half time, and it's small little building blocks. Whereas I think if you're on the other side of that, you want to go and press the issue quickly and and hopefully get ahead and get a bit of steam, um, and and then you can make it. You know, you can you can sometimes make it a bit easier in that situation. Um, but like I say, some of the matchups today, certainly that I've seen, uh, you know, it's it, it's tight going, and I wouldn't want. I don't know Tim and, and Fleets and Yam. They, they certainly won't underestimate um, Tottenham coming. Um, and, and Stu would have seen a bit of that from last mm. year. You know, we we faced him a couple of times at Cinderford last year, so he, he knows a lot about players who were there. They were probably step three players playing in step four teams last year, and they, and they managed to win the league with that. So yeah, it, they'll be they'll be very mindful and, and no doubt ultra prepared. And in regards to today, obviously you mentioned there's no game for, for Eve from today. What's your plans? Plans today for a change, actually. Um, I've just done uh, done the little one swimming. She's off to stay school in a minute, so it'll be um, onto the golf course, actually, for the first time in a long, long while. So I'm probably going to go and spend about £20 on a load of golf balls that I'm not going to see again. Um, and then chill out possibly this evening, not too much, see some results coming in. Are you, um, are you, are you telling us you've got a, a, a day off? And Alex Sykes day off. Well, I say that I was um, I was going to go and watch some games and try and try to pick a game to go and see. But I think um, yeah, I'm going to try and steer away from some football today and um, just go and try and refresh slightly. But that probably won't because I'll be um, frustrated in about two hours' time when I've lost about six balls. So <laughs> I will uh, probably just look at some results coming in later on and. 
check the video printer and Sky Sports and see what's happening today. But that's uh, that's the plan for the day. Well, folks, thanks very much for for joining us on the program. Enjoy your golf and, and enjoy putting your feet up for the day. Absolute <laughs> pleasure. Cheers, right. You take care. Chat soon. Alex Sykes there, join us on the programme. And Alex Sykes' day off. Who would have thought that was what we were going to hear? I would, I, would, I would have been convinced he was going to a game today. Convinced. But no, no, he hasn't. Um, what we're going to do, we have got a couple of minutes, so we're going to go for one more song. When we come back, we'll speak to AK Bocco Ladies goalkeeper, Leah Whiffin. We'll catch up with her about the game tomorrow at Gloucester City. And we're back. For Buddies for Breakfast, the final guest of the morning. We're about to get her on live. Hopefully she's awake. Hello. Good morning, Leah Whiffin, live on 7 Sport. How are you? I'm not too bad, yeah. I'm all good. I just realised as well that I didn't actually give you my number back. So you probably have just looked at it thinking I've just got a random number calling me. It's all right. I knew you were calling anyway. It's all good. So how are you this morning? I, I'm, I'm going to say it a little bit. You were a little bit nervous. You still hiding in your car? Yeah, still hiding in the car. Your parents awake yet? Uh, yeah, dad's at work. Um, not sure what mum's doing, but you know I can't disturb him. So listening why? to Seven Sport, that's what your mum's doing. That's what she's always yeah. doing. Um, so she is. She loves it. <laughs> let's get let's get down to business. So you're at AK Boko Ladies this year. How yeah. has the season started so far? Really good, actually. Um, we've had a really good pre-season. Um, obviously, lost the first game, but mm-hmm. that was to a bigger, better team. Um, but other than that, we're we're looking good. We're looking good and starting the season off well. Um, top of the league at the minute, just purely on goal difference. Hoping to keep it that way. Um, sort of coming into the game tomorrow, hoping for a, a big score, so... Fingers crossed. As a as a goalkeeper, when you've got strikers that just seem to be scoring for fun, obviously I saw that in in pre season. You know how uh, how relieving is that to have? Very to be fair. <laughs> um, just knowing that you can sort of trust your strikers to sort of do their job, get the goals in, keep the score up. So yeah, really good. And how are you enjoying the the new environment? Obviously, moving clubs is always a daunting thing for for any player, but um, you know, you're at a new club now. How are you finding that? It's really good. It's amazing. Um, obviously, I went for a few open days, quite nervous, sort of kept myself to myself, didn't really know what to expect. Met Abby, met Chris, who's the goalkeeping coach, um, met the girls, and they're all lovely. Um, and yeah, it was just very welcoming, enjoying the sort of one-to-one um, goal, goalkeeping sessions at training. So yeah, I think that's really sort of helping me with my confidence as well. Um, so yeah, definitely a good move for me, I believe. For some reason, now it's got the image of you just sort of walking into a room with like a like almost in between a style name badge on it for an open day, saying "Hi, I'm Leah. How are you?" Uh, is, it, is, <laughs> no. it, is it that sort of vibe? Is it? No, no, not quite like that. Not quite like that. Luckily, it was sort of very much. I went there, met Chris, and did more of a one to one as opposed to just joining a big, big group of football. Um, not mm-hmm. really know what to expect. So luckily, I sort of had that one-to-one from the off, um, which is, I feel like it's really helped me out as a goalkeeper, um, build my confidence, just do a bit more throughout the game, um, learning different aspects of how they play, especially. Mm-hmm. 
So I think I think it's a good good move. Do you think it, it's been made easier because you know speaking to to Mike and, and Abby in pre-season, you know Bocco as a first and a reserve side did a not a mass recruitment, but you know there was a number of new faces that came in. So do you think the fact that you weren't just the only new face helps you? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Like you said, there's a fair few sort of new faces um, for both both teams, reserves and first. I've um, made friends with some of them. Amy, for example, who's a striker, come from Bristol West last season, um, played against her. I think she popped a few goals past me, which she keeps reminding me of, bless her. But um, yeah, it's it's nice to know that I'm not the only new face. Other people are also in that position, learning about the Bocco way. So, yeah, it's great. Because you've had a you had a your first social a few weeks ago. What was yeah. that like? That was really good, actually. Interactive darts, had a meal, um, just sort of a place where I feel like I could just let myself a bit more loose. Um, obviously, it's it's in Bristol, so I couldn't drink or anything like that. I had to drive back, but still, didn't stop me staying out past midnight. So yeah, a great great. Like that was staying out past midnight I, I can't even yeah. imagine what that's like oh it was the drive back it, the motorway was shut the motorway was shut so I had to go the whole way around say 38 well I just think there was that time in in, in pre-season when the, the motorway was closed and you luckily had company in the back of the car yeah. chatting utter nonsense <laughs> in the form of me so you yeah. know, I guess next time you just have to put you know seven sports listen again on and and you know just pretend I'm there talking nonsense again yeah exactly that but you weren't supposed to agree you weren't weren't supposed to agree with that but yeah okay we'll take it (laughs) you're a great sat nav director anyway just I'll I'll clip that up and that will just be (laughs) that'll be for you know my social media just that little clip to confirm that I'm a good sat nav um yeah so tomorrow it's Gloucester City so it's actually a local game for you um, how much are you looking forward to the game? Um, pretty, pretty looking forward to the game. Sort of pretty confident, confident about it. Um, it's nice to sort of welcome Bocco to my hometown. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm quite used to the pitch. Um, playing there, sort of when I was with Tuffley last season, um, I'm quite familiar with the pitch. Um, I know some of the girls at Gloucester City. Um, but obviously you heard the news about sort of they've brought in a lot of new players in, so be intriguing to see what they're like. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a good run for us tomorrow. As long as we keep the goals up, the score up, I think we'll look to stay at the top um tomorrow. So yeah, hopefully all goes well. And in regards to, you know, the season as a whole, obviously as I said, we spoke to Mike and, and Abby during pre season and it's you know Bocco is quite an ambitious club. They want to be fighting at the top end of, you know, both uh, the first and the reserves in their respective leagues. But for you yeah. as an individual, do you have any targets or ambitions that you want to achieve this season? I just like to keep the goals, sort of conceded goals, as low as possible. Um, obviously, at the moment, it's we're only top of the league because of goal difference. Um, so if I can contribute by keeping goals low, then mm-hmm. that can work towards our goal difference if needs be it's a bit of an emergency towards the end of the season and we manage to play off with sort of goal difference then that's that's my aim for this season and in regards to today obviously you said to me last night you're you're going to watch forest green today is that correct yes 
Yes, why? The, why are you watching Forest Green? Why are you not, you know, watching a non-league side? We cover non-league football here. Why are you not watching grassroots? What's going on? Um, I, I'm having a day with the grandparents. He's my granddad and my nana are massive um, Forest Green Rovers supporters. So, gonna go and um, pop along there, watch them play Doncaster. Um, so yeah, I thought it'd be a nice day out. Um, hopefully get some tickets for the Wrexham game also on the 9th of December but yeah it's, it's just a also a day with the grandparents I haven't seen them for a little while so shout out to them <laughs> and then obviously the game tomorrow you know what's the yeah. what's the preparation like you know, on a Sunday morning for you before a game oh before a game it's it's easily a lion I need a lion um, trip to Tesco's grab a meal deal straight to football nothing Nothing too snazzy about it. It's we've had Ash religiously Cal- every Sunday. We've had Ash Caldwell talk to us about his uh, his fire yeah. of choice. What's your meal deal of choice? Talk us through it. Uh, usually, it's a Pepsi Max. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, got to have it. Or, or an energy drink if I'm sort of a bit lethargic. Yeah. I just pop an energy drink. Youth of today, um, that is outrageous. <laughs> I got to have it. I got to have it, but hey, got to have it. Um, do you know what? I think last week I had a wrap, chicken Caesar wrap, and then just some skips on the sides, keep it low calorie. But the fact that you, the fact that you say, "Oh, last week I had a wrap," makes it sound like you know you don't have your go-to meal deal on lock. That is, no, that's I don't. a concern for me. I, I'm is a, it? I'm a man of you know, I like the tradition. I like having a schedule. I like being, you know, a routine of what I'm doing. I couldn't mix it up. I'd have to have the same no. stuff, surely. Oh, unless it's Subway. Subway's the religious. Subway? Before um, before sorry. a game? That is crazy if you're doing that. Yes. Uh, I used to have Domino's at Tuffley, religiously. Because <laughs> I used to take the mic. I used to come with my Domino's in my box. That's just... That is shocking. That is that is oh, an indictment of the youth of today, that is. I the know. fact that I'm saying you're the youth of today as well. I know. I'm, I'm definitely not, especially at Bocco. Oh my gosh, they're all they're all so young, bless them! But they've got so much potential. <laughs> well, Leah, thank you very much for for joining us on the program. We'll leave you to to crack on, get no yourself problem. ready for your, so your trip to Forest Green. It wasn't that bad. You, you did all right. No need to be nervous. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not a public speaker. Well, we'll you see. Know. We'll see you tomorrow at the game, Leah Whiffin. Thank you much Please, for joining us on you. the program. There we go, Leah Whiffin join us on the programme. She'll be in action for AK Bocco Ladies tomorrow in our featured game from the Southwest Regional League North Division when they play Gloucester City at the Tiger Turf Stadium. We also took Gloucester City uh, today for their FA Cup tie against AFC Totten. Uh, both games will have updates on Seven Sport on Twitter. Um, you can get in contact with us throughout the week on social media at Seven Sport on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash Seven Sport and info at sevensport.co.uk. We're out of time for this week. It's been a great programme. We had Ash Caldwell, Alex Sykes and Leah Whiffin all talking to us about what's going on, really. And there's plenty going on. Sevensport.co.uk for that. A reminder, SoFab Sports, our sponsor for all of our broadcasts this season. Go to sofabsports.co.uk 
at the online checkout. Get yourself 20% off, courtesy of 7Sport, 7Sport20. And, you know, thank me later for a wonderful service from them. Thank you to everybody for listening. You can listen again, as ever, with all of our broadcasts on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the website. Uh, Join us for more Birdies for Breakfast next week, um, where we'll be looking ahead to some FA Vars fixtures. But for now, enjoy your afternoon, and we'll see you later. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.